are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid and conservative and just plain right. And I'm talking about this show covers some major ground across the northern half of the greatest state in the nation, Alabama. I'm talking about we go way on down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back to Gaston, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, Mississippi, all thrown in just for good measure. Hello, McQueen. Well, hello there, Mr. Phil. How are you? <laughs> I am well. I am well. Boomer, your better three quarters is here. Yes, she is. <laughs> hit, hit the whoop whoops. Whoop whoop. <laughs> All right, time to start it. It's Boomer and McQueen time. So this is this is one of my favorite times every single week. Uh, I get us too. Uh, yes, well, I'm glad. For sure, I'm uh-huh. glad. Is she going to interrupt me the whole time? Yes, probably. Okay. <laughs> Just been a day. <laughs> she thinks. She thinks now it's this is her portion. That's what it is. <laughs> it's all about McQueen. Uh, all right, you guys. Here's here's the deal for the listening audience. If you're tuning in for the very first time, if that's the case, then where you been? But if you're tuning in for the very first time, this is a segment we do. So there's other folks in here. I mean, I, I wind up having the microphone most of the time. But there's some people that I can't do without. Alicia's in the other office right now. She's a cat herder. You, know, you got boomers here running the board every day. And then McQueen, man, she comes in and just provides some color commentary that is like bar none. And <laughs> you guys now have also, by the way, your podcast, the Right yes. Life Podcast. Yes, which we're is, having a blast doing that. Which is that. kicking. Yeah. It um, is kicking. It is kicking. It's going. Lots of kicking going on in the Right Life. <laughs> All right. I ask them questions and we see how they do. And just their thoughts. It's, it's a non-attribution environment here. Their thoughts don't have to be my thoughts. I just like and to our hear thoughts it. may take a long time, so it's okay. <laughs> it's just, there's that too. Uh, here, here's my first question for you. Um, uh, take it, whoever wants to go first. But so, the Biden administration shot down four objects. All right, in in recent days, uh, and it took until today before President Biden spoke about it. Um, we also have this major train derailment um, in Ohio uh, where they burn the chemicals and an entire town of people are up in arms believing that their town's been poisoned, their animals are dying. I mean, it's a crazy what's happening, and the, and the president didn't even say a word about that today. So my question to you, I, and I almost felt like I poisoned the well by the way I framed the question, but what I'm saying is, does, does it matter to you, does it bother you at all that President Biden waited until today to make those public statements? Um, is there a question of leadership there, or in your opinion, is it just, you know, wait until it's the right time and speak whenever you want to? What, what are your thoughts? McQueen, you're staring at me, so you go first. You made um, eye contact. You yes. go first. I, I mean, I'm thankfully, he did just address this. Um, it took far too long. I think this should, should have been addressed and confronted, and just to, whether to put Americans at ease or explain what's going on or what they knew, but just transparency in the whole, the whole situation. Because I think we still... Or was it, you know, foreign spies? Is it from China? Are they, are, is it a distraction? Like, what is it? Like, we really don't know. And I feel yeah. like even from the press conference, it wasn't, um, it really was just defensive. It was just kind of like de- it, defensive. It didn't really give us answers. Um, but I think there's been so much speculation for a couple of weeks now, really, at this point. Because what, that was the beginning of February. So almost two weeks that this has been going wow. on. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah. it, yeah, I just think there should have been answers just transparency in the whole situation to be able to explain to us like what's going on we 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 have our you know a handle on it we're looking out for your safety and not just say be defensive we shot it down because we are trying to fight for america and that was kind of it why does that matter why does it matter that he speaks um, well, he's the I mean, he's the leader of us of our free country yeah. like that's that's his his job <laughs> and i mean to 
Yeah, yeah, that's just, that's kind of my take on it. No, I think you're, you're spot on. That's exactly where I well, okay. She's she's spot on. She's spot think? on. Well, I'm gonna go on. I mean, I completely agree with everything she said, Good except for, for except I think for. he should have done it right away. He should have made a statement right when it happened. Well, okay. That's what I said. This took far too long. It should have been addressed. Yeah, but and you kept were kind of like nice about it. Well, I'm just, that's just kind of my personality. I like to. I'm like, come on, man. You're, you need to. You're yeah. in so much trouble later. <laughs> I know. No, no, I agree with you, though, babe. It's like, it should have been boomer. I mean, um, it should have been immediate. It should have. That, that's your that's your job as, you know, the leader and as the president of the United States is to be in the, at the front of this. At the front of it. And, and I think that's, I think, that, so. okay, I'm glad to hear y'all say that. And boomer, you hear me talk all the time. Right. So, you know. Granted, but you've got your own opinions. So, but you guys, I mean, like Boomer, you've run a business. You've been in charge of organizations where you've had a lot of people. You had to lead, guide, and direct. Um, and I know that. I mean, you guys are raising kids, so they, they look to you for their authority. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, and and you know, and coaching and everything else. Um, it's important that the person in charge actually speaks to the mm-hmm. issues at hand because people look to them to see what they're going to say and do. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, if you don't, you lose credibility. That's a great point. I mean, it, it, as a business owner, if I don't take uh, take charge or or take uh, responsibility too. for Ownership. what has happened and do it quickly, man, I lose credibility. And, and it same can thing spiral out of control really quick. Right. And then everybody yeah. starts forming their own opinions. Oh, there it goes. What we've been doing right now. And then it's like, come on, man, you got to you got to speak up. And it's aliens. We know it's aliens. And then don't talk from a teleprompter like a like a robot. Well, that's that's a great point. And I, I will say this. I don't fault him for coming out because he needed to. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't have anything to say about the fact that he came out. I have something to say about the fact that it took so long, like y'all said. And I also, by the way, when I was watching it, I could not help but feel like it was like it's obligatory. Y'all are making me okay, here I am. Absolutely. That's what it felt like. It yep. felt like I'm checking the block because everybody said I had to. Mm-hmm. Not because because a leader runs to the microphone to say, Here we go. Yes. And it did. It just didn't seem like he was, like, um, pa- not passionate. But it wasn't like he was no. super worried. No. Well, and that's like when I say he's kind of on like the defense about it. Like, hey, we did our job. We shot it down. We're fighting for America. It was like to defend. Like we d- we did the right thing. So yeah. like, lay off. Like, why are but, you asking? What's, yeah. What's the deal? Right. And then the other question that you had about the uh, the derailment of oh, the yeah. train. Didn't say like he didn't it. say anything about that. And it's like. That's a that's a huge disaster. There's an entire town right now entire that can't town. breathe well. So. Yeah, and then it's it's spreading through the water and all this in crickets. The crickets are dead. The cricket. <laughs> I mean, the cr- <laughs> oh. Cr- oh, sorry, no crickets. <laughs> there are no more. <laughs> there are no crickets. All right, next question. Next ah. question. Y'all, man, y'all nailed that one. Um, uh, next question here. So um, there's a bill. Uh, it's actually State Senator Andrew Jones, who's probably going to be on the show tomorrow. He's the one that took my place in the State Senate. Oh, awesome. But he's got a bill uh, right now. He ran it last year. He's working on it again this year to do away with what's known as occupational tax, uh, basically taxing people for the right to work. Um, it's more than just a usual payroll tax. Occupational tax is that thing that a municipality puts in place that says, hey, if you made money in our town, yeah, we want some of that. And um, it, it, it's it's... Anyway, I got opinions, but let me ask you this. Um, what are your thoughts about occupational taxes in general? Uh, you go first this time, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Do away with them. So Get out. So you're, no more. You're for like, it. why? Yes. I mean. The bill, I mean. The bill. Yeah. Get rid of the taxes. I mean, it's, it's, 
they just want another piece of the pie that is ours and they shouldn't I don't I believe they shouldn't have it. There's a there, well, let me let me go to you first then. Your thoughts on occupational taxes. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I think it's, you know, our hard-earned money that we worked for and it it belongs to us. You shouldn't have to pay extra for money that's are, you know, already yours essentially. And then it's just going to government, maybe small government, but it's giving like I mean, look at our our national debt. Like we clearly <laughs> government doesn't know how to spend money. Like I mean, I think well, they know how to spend it. That's well, well, excuse me. They don't know we're better with well I guess that's a that's up in the air too. But yeah, but like we, we look at our federal debt, like it should not be going to the government. Like that is our hard-earned money. And then like you said, we're basically being taxed to work. Well, we have a huge problem with getting people to work right now. That's probably a lot of why. You know, all these people that's... that are saying, "Oh, I'm going to live on unemployment. I'm not going Nope, I'm getting paid better that way than to actually go work. We can't get anyone to work at these at so many businesses, and, and that's those, probably yeah. a lot of it. And then those who are producing are being burdened. Yeah, yeah. Well, so and, and there's a lot of folks that would point out too that an occupational tax is basically you're you're paying for the right to even have the job that you have, and it's not it's not that you're it's not that you're paying the usual payroll taxes, income tax to the government. This is a this is in in its essence this is you being told that even if you live somewhere else if you drive into our city limits we're going to tax you for being here. But don't they want mm-hmm. you to work in their city? You would think. Yeah, you would, you would think, think. it's going to strengthen that that you, area's yeah. like economy and yeah. And, and and you know we we've seen uh, there and, and like for instance city of Gadsden uh, it's either two or three percent of your income has to be paid in, in in addition to your other taxes you have to pay and then you've got I think the highest one in the state. Is three percent, and we have a number of them at two percent. Not everybody has it. Some. I was just going to ask if is it everywhere or is it just here? More Alabama, correct? Because I don't remember this. It's in other places. It's in other places. It's a patchwork quilt, though. Um. It's 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 being put in place by local municipalities, and then they get used to the income, and then they don't want to lose it. Mm -hmm. Um, And they probably increase it. And some of them have actually increased it in recent years. And I think the highest one in the state may be 4%. Wow. Can Ooh, you imagine? 4%. I mean, every every dollar you pay, you got four cents on the dollar has got to go to the local city just for the right to have a job. So then you've got, like, for instance, I know of one business that just moved themselves right outside the city limits. <laughs> and all their staff got a 4% pay bump. Wow. Or, or actually, it was 3% in that case. That's mm-hmm. amazing and sad. But that's why you have so many, you see signs everywhere. We're hiring, we're hiring, and you can't get anyone to come in and work there. Uh, it, it's that and a variety of other things. Yeah, right. absolutely. All right, so you don't like occupational taxes? No. no I'm definitely for this legislature to get passed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. You know what else? I, uh, we'll, we won't go down that uh, we'll, get, we'll, see, <laughs> we'll get Andrew Jones in here tomorrow, State Senator Jones, and, and get some thoughts on where it's going and whether it's going to have a chance of passage. Um, all right, I tell you what, boom, let's take the break right now. Let's do it. We'll, we'll give you a chance to apologize to your wife. I <laughs> No, I, I agreed with you, babe. I agreed with you. Uh, all right, folks. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back with some more Boomer and McQueen. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid and conservative and just plain right, making it cool to be a conservative, making it fun to be a conservative. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Here in the studio with two of my favorite peoples, 
Boomer and McQueen. Uh, so, all right, I asked you guys uh, the two, like, you know, like in-depth questions, <laughs> the, like the real questions. And then the, we, 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 we flipped the switch, and y'all get to ask me something. So ask me something. So who's, who's first on the ask me something question? I'm ready for it. Oh. oh all right, pressure's on. <laughs> okay. So right. what do, in the Williams household, so we were there for Christmas. You and sure I were. saw y'all have the most beautifully decorated house at Christmas. That's because I have the most beautiful decorator, my wife. Yes, I would t- Absolutely. Y'all need to see it. Um, so what do you guys do in your house for Valentine's Day? Oh, man. So, okay. First of all, hmm. so Charlene <laughs> can take the most mundane days and make it special. Uh-huh. I mean, like the kids, when they got up on their birthday to go to school, if it was on a Tuesday morning, there was a banner saying happy birthday. There were special pancakes. I mean, she's that mom, you know. And, oh, yeah. and But her gift is uh, is literally taking the days and turning them into something. And so even like Valentine's Day, all, all, the, all our kids who don't live here, they, you know, we have like we have family that's out of state and we have some up, you know, in different parts of the state. And, uh, and our grandkids don't live close by, which is hard. But um, she's mailing them all their Valentine's boxes with decorations <laughs> for their house, you Cute. know, and then um, decorating our house. I mean, it, it, it's just so anyway. Yes. Valentine's is every day is special. But uh, um, and every every single holiday, I don't care what it is. We even have a tree on our deck that you can see through the windows from uh, from the from the kitchen that gets decorated for whatever season we're in. <gasps> oh, I, outside of the deck. That's it has, cool. It has lights. Oh yeah, out I of has, love it that. It has you know like white lights, lights are kind of classy. It has white lights on it year round, but right now it's uh, it's it's still got the uh, the, the Valentine's red uh, decorations are about to come off of it, and I'm pretty sure Memorial Day is coming next. So oh, you, you yeah. can't squ- skip <laughs> Easter. I bet she does an Easter tree. That's a fun question. That yeah. was. That was fun. That was easy. Oh, that was good. you're scaring me. You I'm gave ready. me a look. What do you got? I'm ready. Okay, so Biden was talking about, I'm going to get in touch with Xi. Hasn't he already tried? You and would think. You would, you would think. I would hope he would be trying to get a hold of him and being like, yo, what up with this balloon, man? That's exactly right. Dude. <laughs> Dude, Dude, why are you flying this over over my, yeah, over you, my country? Your, your bouncy house is flying over my country right now. Hey, all um, in different shapes. Um. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, uh, you, you, I think you may have heard that um, he uh, he th- they did try to make a connection, and um, there's a Department of Defense to their version of Department of Defense uh, hotline that the um, the SecDef of China, if you will, refused to receive the call, and just said, you know, we have no desire to talk to you right now, which totally defeats the whole idea of having a hotline <laughs> where two nations can talk to resolve differences. Apparently, the the red phone, the hotline, didn't uh, work. No, hell, not this time. But back in the days of the uh, the of uh, the Cold War with the Soviet Union, that that they say that hotline stopped uh, bad things from happening in a nuclear capacity several times. Wow. So yeah, right so, now they're not answering the phone. So he's just hoping they're going to answer the phone. I guess. I mean, I don't. I, I mean, maybe. They, maybe they, they talked. They still have an embassy here. They, okay. they can still call the ambassador in to discuss things. The State Department can reach out. They got back channel opportunities. But right now, the official capacity, White House to G House. Apparently, ain't nobody it's, talking. Got it. Um, that's the official line, anyway. All right. But yeah, I agree with you. I think I, th- I think the first thing that should have happened was, "Hey, G, is this yours?" That's <laughs> that's what should have happened. Right. The heck. Do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. What are you taking pictures of? Yeah. You know. My Corvette. In my garage. It is gas powered. I'm sorry. Yeah. I told you I like EVs. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. The last thing we do at Boomer McQueen every time, and it looks like we got a few minutes for it this time, is uh, the stupidest story of the week. Okay, mine's a cute story. 
Oh, it's is like, it? Has it got puppies? What are we doing? No. Almost, but no. Unicorns. <laughs> She's no, so excited about this. Because y'all it have to, you have to watch it. Well, right. We need to like post this video. All right, so, stupid story of the week. What you got? This was here in Alabama. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, at Evergreen Elementary School this weekend. Somehow, someone left a window open and a deer jumped in that. the window. Did you see it? I did the see that. The deer jumped in the window and like so fast. It's amazing how fast they jump and like and then it was slipping all over the waxed floors. So it was like oh, you were laughing. To, I was laughing so hard. I was like falling over. Did it stay in there all weekend? Um, no, it just did a few laps. Got you know, got used to the room. Kept got used to the wax floors, <laughs> slipping all over. Like it was like watching a, a deer on ice. And then it just jumped back out the window. Just, and they have, but they have footage of it. They have the whole security footage it, of this deer. Did it mess anything up? Did it eat anybody's snacks? <laughs> um, did, I'm sure it probably did that in its rounds, but yeah. In its rounds. <laughs> yeah. Did it leave a souvenir? I mean, uh, I'm sure that happened too. There's probably, you know, ate the snacks, left a little present, and then jumped right back out the window as quickly uh, as it came in. That is pretty crazy. And, and I it's told, really cute. You know, yeah. See, I told, I told her, I said, that's not a stupid story. That's just a funny, and you just think it's cute. And she goes, I know. And she watched it like five more times and laughed every dying. time. Uh, uh, all right, what's your stupidest story of the week? All right, a man convicted of stealing almost 200,000 Cadbury cream eggs. Wow, first, first buffalo wings, now Cadbury eggs. 200,000? 200,000 Cadbury eggs. What do you eggs. do in one time? And, yeah, at one time, and it was worth over $37,000. Was he selling them on the black market? It, they caught him before hey, he got buddy. He, hey, they hey, buddy, before. you buy a cream egg? Yo, man, look at this cream egg I got for you over Come here. Down here in the hey. dark alley in my trunk, I got some cream eggs for you. I'll hook you up. 200,000? 200,000. From where? Like, what are you going to do with that? Are you going to go to the, uh, the school and be like, hey, I got Cadbury eggs for sale. Come on. But where did he take these from? That's what uh, I one of the uh, distribution centers. Dang. In, 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 oh. <laughs> in Western England. This was in England. Yeah, that's where Cadbury's located. Yeah. Yes. So that's where it was. I mean, that can you believe is, that? Um, so what, did they catch him and what did he say? Uh, he's, he has now pleaded guilty for all charges and will remain in custody until his sentencing in March. <laughs> What, what, are you, what are you in for? Yeah. Cadbury eggs. eggs. Yeah. He's sitting there in a row with the guy that trafficked fentanyl and the other one who was a human trafficker. And over here, you got the armed robber and the rapist. And over there, what'd you do? Well, there was this batch of cream eggs. Okay. So, which, like, would Cadbury eggs be your chocolate of choice in that situation? <laughs> Oh. Peeps. I'd go for, I like the peeps. Oh, the peeps. Marshmallow peeps. Are the those, peeps. Those are, yeah. Thank uh, you, Easter Bunny. I'm, Mark, a, Mark. I'm a Reese Cup. You're a Reese Cup I like guy? Reese Cups. The, the, the Reese Cup, like the egg-shaped Reese Cups? Uh, honestly, I guess the ones that they just make shapes out of. Why are we talking about this right I, now? Shapes taste better than the regular. Just went off on the just Cadbury saying. egg thing. I don't know. <laughs> you guys are crazy. <laughs> All right. Boomer and McQueen. Love you guys, and uh, and you can. By the way, if you if you think we're having fun sitting here right now with Boomer McQueen in studio, you ought to listen to the Right Side podcast because it's a hoot. So uh, yes, more of the same and more of the same, if you know what I mean. That's it. Boomer McQueen, host of the Right Side podcast. You can find it just by going to any one of your podcasting formats. Type in the Right Life, and you'll find them. And they're also here on Thursdays. They are part of what makes this work. All right, you guys. Bill Williams, Right Side Radio. Coming up next, Matt Clark from the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty. We'll be right back.